Hello, beautiful. Welcome to the Worthy Woman Podcast. I'm Aston Simmons. I'm a wife, a mum, and a relationship coach. And I am obsessed with creating relationships that are thriving, passionate, and loving. Even if you have zero time for your partner right now, there's no outside support for your kids. I didn't have that either. You're exhausted. You feel like you're just surviving each day. I hear you, I see you, I feel you, and I get it. And I'm here to help you navigate all of this and more with practical real-life tools and advice to help you feel more loved and supported so that you can conquer your life and your relationships like a queen. Let's get started. I am so excited to announce our brand new program, Recreate Your Relationship, a simple and easy three-step proven framework to better communication and connection in your relationship in less than four weeks. We are sharing with you the exact roadmap that we used to recreate our relationship in one hour a week. We are currently taking couples through this program and we are offering it at 50% off because we are running a beta test of this program and we want to extend this to our listeners. So if you are feeling tired, if you're quick to argue, if you're frustrated, resentful, exhausted, and you feel like there is no time for us, this program is for you. We are sharing with you how to recreate your relationship and that it gets to feel light and easy to have the relationship that you want. If this is speaking to you, click the link below and secure your spot for the next intake of Recreate Your Relationship. Today, I want to talk about how having kids put a strain on our relationship and what we did to fix it. I'm going to be completely honest. It really did change the dynamics in our relationship. And if you're a couple, if you're a young couple, if this is your first child, But even your second child, we have two kids now and both times having kids put a big strain on our relationship. I'm just reflecting back at how it stretched us emotionally, physically, financially, and the impact that had on our relationship. And it was huge. And where we really noticed it in our relationship was after the birth of my second child. So this was over four years ago now. And I started to notice a difference in our relationship. I noticed that we, at that point, we'd been married, um, so six years, I think. We'd been married about six years. Um, we were not connecting and communicating on the level that we used to. It was very surface level. We were talking just about the bills and what was happening with the kids, who was doing the food shopping. It was all revolving around surface level stuff in our life and small talk. We were arguing more. We were both feeling resentful, feeling like our needs weren't being met. It was stressful. It was exhausting. I'm, you know, I'm being really vulnerable. I, I did at that point question divorce. That was the point when I questioned divorce. And I was literally asking myself, is this it? Is this really it? Is this what a long-term relationship and a family is? And it was not working for me. I was exhausted. I was frustrated. I was just feeling so alone. And I knew my husband was feeling the same. We were so busy meeting all of the needs of our life that we were not meeting our own needs. It felt like there was no time to meet our needs. And we really started to feel like 
Are we the only ones feeling this? And that's why I started to share it. I actually wrote an article about this um, and I'll put the link below. Um, uh, Mamma Mia published it and there was a lot of positive feedback from a lot of women, a lot of couples, a lot of parents feeling the same. And that's why I wanted to share it with you because we felt like we were the only ones struggling because I know that you know as well as I do, there's this unspoken shame around relationships as if we shouldn't be having challenges in our relationship or if we are, we should keep them under the rug, keep them in the closet. Don't talk about it to other couples. Definitely don't bring it up and have an open conversation about it. No way would you share it on a podcast like I do or write an article about it. And I really, after going through this myself and feeling like I was so dark, it was just so dark and I was alone and I just, I was desperate for somebody to put their hand up and say, I know what you're feeling and I've been through it too. And this is how we found our way through it. If, if I just had someone who could have done that for me, my journey to come out the other side would have been so much easier, lighter and more, um, I would have felt more connected. I would have felt less shame. I would have felt more supported. So that's why I'm sharing this because I know that there's a lot of couples right now who are feeling this and the worst part is they feel like they have no one to talk about it to. And I really encourage getting brave and courageous and taking that first step and talking to someone, whether it is your partner or a friend, someone you can trust you know, call one of the um, helplines, go and see a counselor or, you know, listen to a podcast like this and then reach out to me. Um, I highly recommend starting the conversation because the reason why we feel so much shame around relationships is because we keep it a secret. If you speak openly about it, you will no longer have the shame. And that's exactly how I felt. And that's my intention for anybody listening who's currently feeling some shame. Um, you know, around their relationship, especially if you're a new parent, a new mom, and you're just feeling like having kids has put a massive strain on your relationship because it does. And we felt ashamed to admit that, but it's the truth. It does. And it does for everybody in different ways, but everybody who is in a relationship that then expands their family and has children feels this strain. So you are not alone. And I want to give you permission, like I had to give myself permission, not that you need it, but I needed someone to believe in me and tell me that I could find the courage to speak openly and truthfully about my experience. Um, and that, yes, while it's normal to have these challenges, what I think should not be normal is that we stay quiet about it, we struggle and suffer alone, and we just wait until the kids are grown up until we reconnect one day, because that is the story that I just kept hearing, that this is normal, you're struggling, it's putting a strain on your relationship, just push through, suppress how you feel, don't talk about it. Um, one day when the kids are grown up in like 20 years, you will reconnect. That just did not seem like a good enough solution for me or my partner, um, we, it actually scared the hell out of us. If I'm completely honest, that belief and that, um, I actually think it's a lie, that lie scared the hell out of me because we were already at that point four years ago in a really hard, tough place. We were questioning divorce for the first time. So I just couldn't even see myself surviving or getting to another 20 years and nothing changing. Um, and so, 
because I had that realization, that is what gave me the courage to then start to speak out and share my experience. And I hope that that gives you the courage too. Something that my husband and I had to be really honest about and had to ask ourselves, we were like, okay, if we can't do this for ourselves, can we do it for our kids? Because I asked my husband one day, I know we're struggling right now and we're both not happy in the relationship and we're feeling the strain of having kids. And I know that that is normal. But would we want our daughter to be in a relationship with a man like you right now? Would we want our son to grow up and be in in a relationship with a woman like me right now? Would we want our daughter to grow up and... um? be a woman like I was being? Would we want our son to grow up like a man that he was being? These are really tough questions, but we had to ask ourselves these questions because it struck a chord with both of us. It got us straight into our hearts, got us out of our head. It made us, you know, let go of the stories that our egos were telling us. And we had to face the truth that we were both not investing in our relationship. We were both not being the best versions of ourselves and we had stopped making our relationship a priority and everything in our life was suffering because of it. And yes, having kids did put a strain on our relationship, but actually what put the biggest strain was that we were expecting our everything to just go on like normal. We were expecting to just have two children now and still be doing everything that we were doing before. We hadn't rearranged our priority system. We hadn't looked at what we both needed and we hadn't made a plan to meet our own needs so that we could meet the needs of the relationship and our children. Um, And this really forced us to really just stop, slow down and get really clear on what we needed and to actually start making our relationship a priority again because that was the biggest strain not actually the kids. The truth was, yes, kids do change your relationship, but the biggest problem was that we were not making our relationship a priority. So we didn't feel like a team. We actually felt more like roommates and even on bad days, if I'm honest, like worst enemies because we were not communicating. We were not on the same page with our parenting. We did not feel like a team. So it literally felt like we were working against each other instead of working together. And what was so sad about this is deep down, we knew we still loved each other. We just didn't feel in love anymore. Because of all the other stress of kids and life and work, we were not feeling in love. And we were struggling to balance work, life, kids, time for us. We were struggling to find that balance. So We had to make our relationship a priority again. And that was the answer. And once we did that, once we decided to make our relationship a priority again, there was this, I'm going to be completely honest, there was this first part that we had to get over where I thought, okay, well, I want to make my relationship a priority, but how is everything going to get done? There was all these stories running through our head. How would we find the time to date and do everything that we need to? Um, We had two kids under three at that point with no family support. Um, What do we, like, can we even date anymore? I was a mom. I was like, I don't even know, like, what I like anymore. I don't even know, like, what my partner likes. 
Um, I don't actually enjoy going out for dinner anymore um, because we have kids at night. We don't really feel like going out. So we all these kind of stories and objections and resistance came up. And that that is always what happens when you're about to make a change. That's the first step or the first part that you need to overcome. And how we overcame that was to ask ourselves, is this really true or are these just excuses? And the answer was, these are just excuses and they were keeping us stuck. They were limiting us from having what we wanted. And we wanted to open up to more possibilities. So we knew it wasn't serving us anymore. We knew we had to break up with these excuses. And we knew that if we wanted to actually grow together and for our family to stay together, we would need to recommit to ourselves and our relationship. So we just stopped making excuses. We stopped, like language is so powerful. What you speak over yourself is what you create in your reality. So we stopped saying things like, I don't have time to date. I'm a mum. I don't have time for intimacy. Um, I don't have time to communicate or connect with my partner. I have to work, blah, blah. Like we stopped telling all of those stories because it wasn't helpful. And we got creative. We got resourceful. We started to think outside of the box and we focused on the solution. We knew we wanted to make our relationship a priority again. We knew the fastest way for us to feel more connected was to start dating. So we started to schedule dates every single week. Um, and in the beginning, we made it super simple. It was a coffee date, you know, before work or before the kids got up. Or it was a cacao ceremony in the evening once the kids were in bed. And we made rules. We stopped scrolling on our phones. We left our phones in another room on airplane mode. We um, intentionally decided to check in instead of checking out and disconnecting. Um, we first checked in with ourselves and then we checked in with each other so that when we were coming together, we were not using that time and wasting that time complaining, whinging, blaming each other, and just using it as another opportunity to argue, which I see couples do all of the time. They don't use their dates wisely. They waste their dates on complaining, criticizing, talking about everything that's not working. That is not the intention of a date. The intention of a date is to leave all of that stuff behind and to focus on dreaming together, like just connecting together, being with each other, being present with each other and focusing on your dreams, your desires, what is working, what you can appreciate the relationship. The whole point of the date is to bring more positivity, more love, more connection, more of whatever you want to your relationship. So we got really curious and started to ask each other in a fun, playful way, what would be the best possible date? You know, if you, and I want you to, I invite you to ask yourself and have this curious conversation with your partner. Hey, if we started dating again, what would be the best possible date that, that we would go on? What would light you up? Um, you know, it's probably not dinner dates anymore, especially if you have kids. It, you know, it's probably going for a hike. It might be um, coffee dates. It could be movie nights. It could be drinking ceremonial cacao. It could be dance classes. There is so many different ways we can date a partner. You don't have to go back to what you did when you first met because I can guarantee what you did when you first met is not going to work now. It is not going to work in your relationship if you've been together for 
um, you know, four years, five years, six years, you need to get creative and you need to connect in with who you are now and who your partner is now, especially if you've had kids. So we, um, we actually created like a bucket list on our phone, get a note out in your phone and invite your partner in, um, as a collaborator and start to get curious and creative and resourceful about what these dates could look like. Um, and just that excitement energy will encourage you to start dating again. So we made our relationship a priority. We started to make it easier to date again. We actually started to enjoy each other's company. Life started to feel lighter, more fun and less serious because if you're a parent, you know that adulting is hard. And basically when you become a parent, it's like you become the fun police and you don't have fun anymore. And that just drains your energy. So we did just that. We just decided to have more fun together. We decided to make it easier to date each other. We decided to make each other a priority again. And everything in our relationship improved. Everything in our life improved. We went from feeling really disconnected to feeling really connected in our relationship again, just by having this conversation and being really honest with ourselves about where we were, what we were feeling, and then focusing on the solution to create the relationship that we actually wanted. It gets to be this easy and it's so powerful and life-changing. And we are actually sharing this process right now that we went through over four years ago now. um, And that's what I wrote this article on. Um, We are now sharing this process with couples inside our new program that I'm running with my husband. Um, It's a beautiful co-creation called Recreate Your Relationship. So if you have listened to this episode, you're a parent, you're feeling like your relationship is really strained right now because you've got young kids and you want to start to recreate your relationship so that you do want to date again, so that you are having fun with each other this program is for you. We're giving you the three-step, simple, easy, proven framework that we use to turn our relationship around and recreate our relationship. We now date every single week. We love dating each other. We always find time to date and it's been life-changing for us. We actually enjoy each other's company. We love spending time together. We laugh together. We play. We have so much fun and Our kids have really benefited from us making that decision, which was really driven by them and the the fact that we felt like kids had put a strain on our relationship and we decided to use it as a powerful purpose to recreate our relationship. And it has been game-changing for us. So we are sharing this inside Recreate Your Relationship. If you love the sound of this and you can relate, please share this with a couple, share this with a woman that you know could um, get some benefit out of this. Um, Like and review, rate and review, that really helps the episode. And come and join us inside Recreate Relationship. You do not need to wait until the kids have grown up to get the relationship that you desire and that you want. And we are showing you how inside of Recreate Your Relationship. In less than four weeks and only one hour a week, working on your relationship. It gets to be that easy. So I'm so excited to share this with you. Click the link below. There's limited spots. And at the moment, we do have a special at 50% off that won't be around forever. So this is the time to recreate your relationship. And I'm so excited to guide you there. 
Thank you so much for being here, beautiful. I've absolutely loved spending this time with you and I really hope you've got so much value from this episode. If you have, please leave an authentic review. It means the absolute world to me. And if you have a friend or a sister that you feel would get value from this episode, please feel free to share it with her too. I have loved sharing all of this with you, but honestly, I have so much to share with you. So if you want more, please head to the comments below and there you'll find my latest free resources and you'll also find a link to book in a free one-to-one relationship breakthrough session with me. Yes, you get to pick my brain and ask all the free relationship advice and we'll also get really clear on where you are in your relationship right now, what's not working, and we will create a plan to get your relationship working again so that you can start connecting and communicating on that deeper level that you really are craving. You are 100% worthy of a relationship in which you feel loved and supported and I really want to help you create it beautiful. So book in that call and I cannot wait to see you and have a chat.